The old man seemed stately, though even now I admit that is hardly a word one would use to describe a five-foot-nine or so old man under a pier at night. As I described Jones, I might as well go ahead and tell you that I never knew whether he was black or white. I'm not sure it matters beyond trying to paint a mental picture for you, but I never asked and never decided if his cafe au lait-colored skin was the result of genetics or a life lived mostly outdoors. In any case, he was brown. Sort of. "'You crying about something in particular?' he asked. "'Maybe somebody in particular?' "'Yeah,' I thought. "'Me. I am the somebody in particular.' "'Are you going to rob me?' I asked aloud. It was an odd question, more evidence, I suppose, of the level of distrust I had in everyone and everything at that time. The old man's eyebrows rose— Peering beyond me into the darkness from which I had emerged moments before, he chuckled. <laughs> Rob you? I don't know. You got some furniture or a TV in there I didn't see? I didn't respond. I might have hung my head. Somehow his attempt at humor made me feel worse. Not that he seemed to care. He punched me playfully on the arm. Lighten up, young man, he said. First of all, you're about a foot and a half taller than me, so no, I'm not about to rob you. Second, there is a benefit of not owning a bunch of stuff. I looked at him blankly. So he went on. You're safe. Not only am I not going to rob you, neither is anybody else. you got nothing to take. He paused, aware that I was still not smiling. In fact, quite the opposite. I was becoming angry. The old man changed tack. Hey, Andy. If I promise not to ever rob you, can I have one of the cokes you have stashed back in there? He gestured behind me. I stared at him. Yes? No, he said. Please? How did you know my name? I asked. You can call me Jones, by the way. Okay, so how did you know my name, and how do you know whether or not I have any cokes under there? No big deal, really, he shrugged. I've been watching you for a long time. I've been around. And the Cokes are bound to be a product of your late-night forays into the garages of the local rich and famous, so can I have one? I watched him for a moment, considering his answer, then slowly nodded and retreated into the darkness for his Coke. Returning with two cans, I handed one to the old man. Didn't shake it up, did you? He grinned. Then, seeing that once again I refused even the slightest smile, he sighed and said, "'Lord, Lord, you are a tough one.' Popping the top on the coke, Jones shifted in the sand and crossed his legs. "'All right,' he said, taking a long pull from the red can. "'Let's get started.' "'Get started at what?' I asked flatly. Jones set his drink can down and said, "'We need to start noticing a few things. We need to check your heart. We need to gather a little perspective.' "'I don't even know what you're talking about.' I said, and I don't even know who you are. Fair enough, he smiled. Well, let me see now. How do I explain? He leaned toward me quickly. As for who I am, call me Jones. You already told me that, I interrupted. What I mean, yeah, I know what you mean. You mean where'd I come from and stuff like that. I nodded. Well, this evening I came from just up the beach a ways. I sighed and rolled my eyes. Chuckling, he held up both hands in mock protest. Hang on, hang on now. Don't get aggravated, old Jones. 
In a softer voice, he added, Okay? Accepting my nod, he continued, I am a noticer, he said. It is my gift. While others may be able to sing well or run fast, I notice things that other people overlook. And you know, most of them are in plain sight. The old man leaned back on his hands and cocked his head. I notice things about situations and people that produce perspective. That's what most folks lack, perspective, a broader view. So I give them that broader view, and it allows them to regroup, take a breath, and begin their lives again. For several minutes we sat there quietly, peering out at the warm waters of the Gulf of Mexico. I was strangely calm in the presence of this old man, who was now lying on his side, elbow in the sand, with his head propped on his hand. After a while he spoke again, a question this time.